0: Welcome to Respawning Fire's Barf Game of the Month spoiler discussion of control by Remedy Entertainment. I'm Holden the Pardo, and we are here with our usual.
1: Me, Chad Michael Ennis. It's me. Yeah. Oh hi. Hola.
0: <laughs> and two guests. If you want to introduce yourselves. My name is Dane Deasy.
2: And I'm Jerica. That's that's it. That's me. <laughs>
0: that's Good to me. have you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, If you actually want to plug anything uh, off the bat, we'll do it again at the end as well. So, uh, Jerrica, do you want to plug your podcast?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yes, I'm Jerrica from JK Games Podcast, where me and my friend Kayla talk about video games each and every week. And sometimes we talk about random things that we did during the day. Like, what books we've read. Uh, did we go to any cowboy churches? Uh, that was Kayla, not me. <laughs> but um, <coughs> we have a lot of uh, ramblings on there. So you should totally check us out. But yeah, JK Games Podcast on all pod- podcasting platforms. And also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JK Games Podcast.
1: And they have the coolest intro Ooh. song of all intro songs. <laughs> True <laughs> it story. It's pretty
2: badass compared to like most things we do. <laughs> <laughs> Dane Uh, anything you want to yeah I'm on Twitter at DaneDeezy
3: and I have a website that I never update that's Uh, (laughs) (laughs) DaneDeezy.com it has some very old photography of mine on there but you can check those things out and, uh, if you've ever played
1: 1-2-Switch, uh, you're probably familiar with his balls and how they feel in a Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. Yes, <laughs> My balls precede me. It's true. It's true.
0: Uh, Chad, plug something. Random anything. Plug it. Uh,
1: I'm going to plug this hole with these blocks. If you were listening to Boom. this instead of watching, you missed it. You should have watched. Idiot. <laughs>
0: Perfect. <laughs> We're talking about control this month. Very excited. Chad's already played it. I wanted to play it, so that's why we are doing that right now.
3: We're
1: going to run through. And some because the people told us I they wanted def- us to, to play it. Exactly. Yes.
0: Well, I put it on the list. I wanted to play it. I was excited to play it, and we played it. It was good. Spoiler alert! I thought it was good. <laughs> it was developed by Remedy Entertainment, who is known as well for Max Payne, Alan Wake, Quantum Break, and they have a new game this year coming out called Crossfire X. It was also published by Five Oh Five Games. For development, Remedy focused on a new development strategy that reduced cost and development time. Um, so, in comparison, like Alan Wake took seven years to make, Quantum Break took five years to make. but They did Control in three years. Alan Wake took like one...
1: seven years to make that garbage pile. Se- <laughs> <laughs> oh Alan my Wake's God. a great
0: game, but Control is better, and it's really impressive they made their best game in a much shorter time than the other games. Good for them. Um, the game was the was first shown off at Sony's twenty eighteen E three conference. With a very vague trailer. Like, we really didn't have much to go off with that trailer at all. And it released just a little over a year later, on August 27th, 2019. There were two expansions taking place after the main story um, events. And they were Foundation, which released on March 26th, uh, 2020. And AWE, which is Altered World Events, that released on August 27th, 2020. There's also a free content update called um, Expeditions that came out December 12th, 2019. And it just kind of gave players some additional uh, missions to do, as well as some power-ups. It did. The game did. Uh, Control did very well with uh, with awards. It got the Critics' Choice Award at the Golden Joystick 2019 Best Art Direction of the Game Awards 2019, and then Courtney Hopes um, got an award. Uh, the the name of the award is the Great White Way Award for Best Acting in in uh, in a game. Yeah, that was a very strange name too. And that was at the New York Game Awards. Um, but good for her. Her performance was really good. And they got nominated and won many other awards as well. And overall, it was definitely a very very well critically uh, received game. But who cares what they think? What did we think of the game? Jerrica, let's start with you. What were your initial impressions of Control by Remedy Entertainment?
2: It was very artsy. Um, the design, how this game looked was really appealing, but very, at, at the beginning, a little creepy. But ultimately, like as soon as I walked into the, one of the first areas and I saw the font with, like what was it, Ugh, Dead Letters... I was like, ooh, the aesthetics of this game is really cool. So anytime you get like into a new area, how they sort of like display the new area just, I don't know, gives me tinglys. It's a really pretty game. It's a really pretty game.
1: Oh yeah. It's gorgeous. We've got screenshots that gorgeous. I took and that I downloaded as well, uh, going through the live. So watch it live on YouTube, you guys.
3: And I bet that I mean
1: live <laughs> on Twitch and then record it on YouTube. <laughs> Dane, what did you think of Control?
3: Uh a lot. I have a lot of thoughts. It has consumed me for the last, uh, like, two weeks, maybe three weeks, uh, where this is the only game I've really played. Um, I loved it. I think it's like an A-plus game. Fantastic art direction, so no surprise they won that award. Um, The graphics are incredible. I was playing on a PS4 Pro, uh, had a few times with, you know, graphical issues, slowdowns, stuff like that, but mainly just that mail room <laughs> that mail room's crazy <laughs> uh i i love the game it's super challenging super exciting mysterious psychedelic uh disorienting really trippy uh i really can't think of you know too many good things to say about the game i'm really enjoying it chad i know you hated the game it was no like your least favorite here. game <laughs> it in 2019 sucks. Just kidding.
1: This was uh, everyone knows this was my 2019 game of the year. It's fantastic. I think it is criminally underplayed. I think there's so many people out there who are just like, should I play this game? Fuck yeah, you should play this game, you idiot. Um, it's. I'm really excited that it's coming to PlayStation Plus next month, so that more people can play it, especially the Ultimate Edition. But I agree with everything everyone said. It is gorgeous, like stunningly gorgeous. Not just the the fonts that pop up, but also like the way that they stage you, like. Purposefully seeing the environment for the first time as you walk into a new area, and like it is like somehow perfectly framed every single time so that it just Mm -hmm. shows it off the best that it can. I think the lighting effects are amazing, the facial animations are like top notch as well, especially in the really, really close up stuff with Jesse. Um, and then just like theme and concept, like it's Twilight Zone, the game in (laughs) all the best ways, and it is hilarious. It is, um, really spooky at times without being scary dallas i know dallas is really scared of this game it's not scary (laughs) it's just spooky and creepy and atmospheric uh it's wonderful it's one of my favorite maybe top 10 favorite games i like it a lot i played it on ps5 this time uh but when i played it originally on ps4 pro i was just like dane like there were occasionally like frame rate uh, slowdown stuff um there were some issues with like you'd open up a menu and it would take like four or five seconds to open and then you'd close the menu and then you're you would stutter like crazy for like 10 <laughs> seconds and, but uh overall I i love this game a lot
0: it's all that lighting the lighting's insanely gorgeous there's so much of it to create can't wait that for, mood
1: i know can't wait for for next week's freaking ray tracing update
0: <sighs> yeah although n- not to get too in deep it, but like no save data transfer very bummed about that really very bummed about that yeah no save data transfer oh Maybe it's different if you're going from the regular control to the Ultimate Edition, but if like you have the PS4 version, and you go to the PS5 version,
1: you don't... I wonder if you bought tr- the uh, Ultimate Edition on PS4, whether that carries over to the Ultimate Edition on PS5 or not. It doesn't. You're a, you're a bad man. <laughs> you're mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, dare I love the game Holden. as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's all my fault. I called Remedy. I'm like, hey, can you do something really shitty for me? <laughs> 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 Thanks. Um, yeah, I love the game. Um, I am a fool for having waited for so long because I played a little bit of it when it first came out. Um, and like many games, just stopped for some reason. And that was a huge mistake because this game is really, really fantastic. has tons of mood. It's constantly enjoyable throughout the entire time. There's never a wasted second. Like everything is just paced perfectly. Everything from like enemy variety is... Really makes every single combat encounter really fun And there were just so many moments where I would finish a battle sequence The room was totally destroyed from like pulling things apart and throwing it at enemies and I would just look at the destruction go like fuck Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that was awesome So I had a total blast with this game Um, Yeah, I absolutely loved it Um, Let's start with the story um, we can talk about, like, side story, uh, side stories or the main story. Um, <laughs> if we could make heads or tails of the story, I think is also a good question.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, what did you guys think of the story of this game?
3: Uh, I have some initial thoughts, if you don't mind me going first. Um, no, I... oh,
0: actually, not you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It, it really, it, the story really got to me in a way that it made me feel things I haven't felt since I watched X-Files as, like, a teenager growing up. Um, There's so much mysterious things going on. So many mysterious things. Uh, With what Jarek was saying about the game being scary. Like I agree. Um, There were many moments where I didn't want to go through a doorway uh, because I know that whatever was on the other side was going to be terrifying and difficult. Um, I'm having a little trouble like separating some of the story with like what was part of the expansion packs and what wasn't. Cause like, as I was going through, you know, I hit the credits and then it's, I'm just continuing to play. And then I hit more credits and then I'm continuing to play. So there were bits that I was confused about. Um, the, the whole main story with her and her brother, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot. I was just totally lost. Um, But I kind of liked that because it it put me in the character's shoes a bit more because it seemed like she had no idea what was going on half the time, as well as all Mm -hmm. the NPCs you'd run into. They had no idea what was going on. (laughs) And I I love these slices of life that you get. Like the the one that sticks in my head is the guy who is like tasked with staring at this refrigerator for what seems (laughs) like eternity and he can't even (laughs) blink and you're just like you poor man so sad and it's so for sad for 24 hours and it's like yeah. oh we forgot about him oh we forgot about <laughs> that dude i wish i could remember his name right now it just goes to show you like how meaningless his tasks were you know <laughs> like and, what and- a wasted life <laughs> and 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 then like you first encounter him and you're not even you can't even help him right now it's like we'll come back to him after we find our brother and it's like okay sorry dude bye bye <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally I'm forgetting that this is totally like we can spoil their stuff but you finally get to rescue yeah. him and then he just dies before you can save him <laughs> and it's just like oh my god and that happens so many times throughout the game where you're you get excited about saving someone and they just die Um, the the whole like motel stuff that was going on I was very confused about what the heck was going on there Um. And then like the whole Alan Wake thing, I was unfamiliar with that character completely when he starts popping up and I'm just like, what is going on? (laughs) Um, So I feel like if I had played that game, some of that might have made more sense. But uh, overall, you know, the story is an A. Uh, I wish I had a better understanding sometimes of what was going on. But as I said, I think it totally aligns itself with the confusion that the character feels as you're trying to make heads or tails of the situation because at first it's like oh you're going in as like this person off the street but then you find out you're the director and so i'm like well what what is it you know what what really happened here it's a little unclear but i I don't know i think that's part of the excitement of the game
1: i can't imagine how confusing that must have been to not because because the DLC is woven into this, the game so well mm-hmm. that, like, it's hard to tell the difference between it. Yep. To, like, go from all of these scenes where the director is talking to you with, like, that little overlay and occasionally talking, and then suddenly Alan Wake is talking in the same exact way out of nowhere for you, and you're like, why? Yep. This guy's voice changed. Uh, I'm still saying just <laughs> a silhouette, but why is his voice different? Why is he talking about a story now? Like, that must have been so
3: confusing for you. It was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> But it was still fun.
0: <laughs> I didn't have the expansions, so I mm-hmm. just got the main story narrative. So maybe that was uh, a positive uh, for me. Um, but I, when I get the Ultimate Edition for PS Plus, I, I can't wait to jump into those um, and, and see where it, it goes from there. But I'm curious, because it takes place, though, do they take place after the the main events of the story or is it literally like you can be in the middle of the main story You can be in the middle of the main stuff.
1: story, yeah.
0: Okay, interesting. Because what Red Alliance says it takes place after so I'm kind of confused now. Yeah, but I, I can't
3: remember if I encountered, you know, the Alan Wake stuff before I had completed the first credit sequence. I'm not 100% sure, but... I did you know, then, last time around. Yeah, you did? Yeah. Because yeah, you, you, you continue doing side quests and stuff and then all of a sudden there's this other stuff going mm-hmm. on so it's just like...
1: Uh. and it's also unavoidable (laughs) like the very first part of the alan wake quest is go to the elevator which you're taking already to every other location so you just walk (laughs) in the elevator and immediately alan wake starts talking to you with an overlay and you're in the middle of another mission like what's going on
3: (laughs) that is so confusing (laughs) there were a couple minor complaints i would have there where two quests are happening at the same time and i was getting two audio feeds of dialogue at the same time and I was like trying to pay attention to both to figure out what I needed to do, so that was probably just a, a programming issue with the way the story is laid out. I don't know, but
0: I mean they made it in three years. Maybe this is uh, where that <laughs> bleeds out into. I
3: I
1: like I like Dane. I was very very pleased with the story, and it was like overly complex a little bit and but i'm also the the kind of person especially in this game where i read everything even the second time playing it through this time i was like every single piece of paper every single threshold kids cartoon or puppet show on the tv i watched <laughs> i listened to all the audio diaries everything that i found around um, so I was able to like piece things together. I was, I was going and then also drawing from previous experience. But I think that Dane, in my opinion, I think he's right. Like it adds to the mystery. It adds to the ambiance of just like being confused with this character. Um, and like nobody really knows what's going on. And that's part of what's so intriguing about the game is trying to figure out like w- what the hell is that thing and why does it exist and how does it interact with me?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like there's a lot of it that reminded me, you know, like directly plot wise, but like there were things about it that kind of reminded me of like Lost with like the the videos of the like scientists like research dude talking. Kind of reminds yeah. like the Dharma videos. Totally. If I was like playing Lost as a game and I'm like what the hell is happening here? And I could like go in and like read Sawyer's journal or something like that to like help out and figure out what the hell is happening at certain moments with the characters or just the really crazy uh, I'll say, like, physics of the world. I don't like. I don't know how else to, like, say it, but just, like, the yeah. weird, like, stuff. It's not quite paranormal. It's not, I mean, it, I guess it is, it's interdimensional, which I, it, I don't know if that falls under paranormal or not. I would say um, some. <laughs> yeah. I, I consider, like, paranormal, like, ghosts and stuff, and, like, these aren't, like, it's not like, ghosts,
1: it's, I don't know, it's weird. Well, they were, you know were para-utilitarians, sure? and, like, <laughs> that's what they call themselves.
2: <laughs> you don't know um, that for sure. That's true. I don't know what the, is it the hiss, right? Is that what uh, the creepy, scary things? Yep. At first, you get used to them, though. So, like back to your point, it's not as scary once you're just like sort of used to the world and you can sort of anticipate it. But uh, I don't know. I still have a lot of questions. Like, what is the hiss? I I don't know. Is it gone forever? Who knows?
0: The the portal is closed, but they're still there. Uh, that's yeah. Does the found I remember that the foundation and AWE expansions expound on that at all but yeah that that was definitely confusing i i kind of like that though like i think that sense of mystery is it kind of keeps it scratching at the back of your head and it kind of keeps you thinking about the world i mean i've really been playing it for the past like two days so like who knows in a week what i'll feel (laughs) but like i feel like in a week (laughs) i'll still kind of be like what was the hiss what was going on there um and definitely would like to see more content in this world just like whether it's more expansions or a sequel um because i think there's just so much to explore with that concept um i mean even knowing now that alan wake is technically a part of that world like i think that they are have they announced they're going to expand more on this like universe i don't think they said it's not like control Two. um there's just a lot of possibilities that they can explore there um and i think you know there's a lot of, I think it's almost like a meme sometimes you hear this but like New York City was one of the characters in you uh, know in our story kind of thing but like in this the the old house the building you're in really is a character in and of itself as you're exploring it and and it, and it just shows so much because it's so well designed every area like you were saying in earlier chat is framed so perfectly but also I don't know how they managed to pull off every most areas still looking like they belong in that building with some exceptions but it still feels exciting when you go to like central research and you're like oh i can tell this place is totally new and i wish i had like a, the design know-how to to like explain how that happens because it's really impressive how successful they are in making each area feel totally unique even though it's the same building the entire time
2: yeah, I was actually super worried when I first started it, because I actually didn't play it right when it came out, even though it was getting pretty good reviews at the time. Um, I think it came out a little bit before Death Stranding did, so I was really hyped about that. That's a whole other uh, can of worms, but <laughs> weird games are my thing. Um, so when I got to this, like, I started playing, and, and I was as soon as I entered the building, I'm like, ooh, this is really dark and scary, and I didn't really like, everything looks the same, am I just going to be in a creepy office the whole time? I'm not digging this, just gest- but let me see it through. Let me keep going. Um, so first impressions is walking into the into the space. I was like, I'm going to get lost because I, al- I already <laughs> get lost in games so easily. Like even in this game, I had to use the map a lot, um, but they do a great job of like making a really boring like building office, um, have a lot of character and you immediately know like when you're in a different space or a different area of the building. So it's really cool. And for me as
0: well, like, it it felt like I'd go to a new area and be like, oh, whoa, I haven't seen that before. Like, there's one part, God, I can't remember what part of the building it was in, but it was towards the, like, the last half of the game. And it's, like, a room that's twisting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so cool. Like, it just, I just yeah, walked around it for a little hallway. bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really trippy, but it worked so well in the environment. Um, I, I, There's a character who put it, I think, pretty well... Um. I can't remember which character said it, but the building is like an infinite building. Like you'll just like go into this room and then all of a sudden you're in a space that couldn't possibly actually exist in a real building. Like it goes off to the, you know, in the infinite or something like that. Um, But it just, it's still cohesive and it still makes sense. And it never broke like my, um, the, the plausibility of the world.
1: I also love the fact that the building, like, they are at the mercy of the building. And, like, ironically, this whole game is called Control, but it's really all about them just, like, serving the board or serving whatever the oldest house decides to throw at them next and change a room and... Uh, so, it's, like, they have control over almost nothing
3: in the entire yeah, game. It's like, who's really <laughs> in control here? Uh, we have no idea.
0: <laughs> the janitor. The janitor's in control. Oh, yeah. man, the the janitor. seems to know what's up. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I want to know more There's, about him. I never really got a clear answer. I don't know if it's like hidden in some documents or anything, but I was just like, I don't remember like what happened to him or what his deal was. He probably was. told
1: you, but you didn't understand it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, when I got there, I was like, Oh, I'm here for a job. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: my, oh. I think my favorite janitor moment, a little bit of like a build up to it, but like I, I had found the ashtray maze where like mm-hmm. the walls change and open up and I, I found it way, way sooner than I should have. And I was so confused and I'm like, well, I guess I'm probably not supposed to go here. So I left and I came back and then you get like the, his, um, his like Walkman, which is funny, funnily enough, called a pony, not a Sony. Um, <laughs> I, I like that little detail. And, um, and then you listen to that, like, I is it metal? I guess it's metal music. And, and then you're allowed to go the right path. And after you go through that whole mission, which was really, really awesome, there's a, a log, like a note, uh, in the dimensional research. And it's just someone saying, this is dimensional research. How did the janitor get here? He's not allowed to be in here. Like, how did he even get past the maze? Yep. Like, so he's, like, aware of something in this building that no one else knows of. Even in the last mission, when... um you're going to the director's office over and over and over again and he's like ah like second time's the charm or something like he'll kind of say something like, he knows what's happening like and I kept <laughs> waiting for them to be like oh he's actually the director I kept waiting for that to happen yep. but it, it didn't happen or maybe in the expansions I don't know
1: hasn't happened for me no <laughs> I wonder Man, if he has, has anything to do with the board like if he has some kind of connection with like he's a human manifestation of the Ooh, board that's talking yeah. to you in the astral plane oh
3: maybe I yeah don't know. Hmm. control 2 we need that uh that ashtray maze when when i hit that for the first time and the wall shifted as i approached it and it just like opens up like uh an aperture and you're then the room just like expands out it's crazy just like what the hell is going on right now (laughs) so crazy
0: yeah like
3: the game couldn't have gotten weirder and then it did that. <laughs> they they keep stepping it up like over and over over again. It's like, oh, this this can't get any scarier or creepy or weird. And then the next thing you know, you're just your jaws on the floor again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really incredible.
0: Uh what did you guys think of the side content that you experienced? It might be hard for Dane to know if it was a side mission or part of a <laughs> expansion well, but I was, anything before, you found it was off the main story. Before we jumped on I
3: checked my like trophy like uh you know percentages and the main story I'm at 90% uh, so I think I've done most of the main story stuff and I I I love the side missions they're great. Uh, they're super engaging. You get little hints of the world beyond what what uh you know is told during the main narrative. Um, so it's, it's definitely rewarding to explore all the side quests. Uh, I'm hoping that this will be the first game I actually platinum. I know I'm way behind everyone else here, probably with my zero platinums, but. I only uh, have one. You're good oh, now. okay, good. I so paid far behind for two last know. night, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I should take that approach, maybe. <laughs> I love,
1: like, this game is really great to me, and I love everything about it, but the side missions were my favorite part, mostly because, one you don't encounter in the main storyline a lot of bosses and like boss battles mm-hmm. but you do in the side quests so you like fighting this giant worm or uh, this one of my favorite ones is from the foundation where you are it's like hopping from car to car you're going through this like with 80s synth music playing in the background and you're just like in this tunnel scooting around jumping from platform to platform killing enemies
3: it's awesome we have to talk later about that because i tried that like Ten times, and I cannot get through it. I keep dying I over and over. I have never
1: beat it, not on God mode. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't turn on God mode once. Put on God so. mode. Um, so, so yeah. Not only do you get to do that, but it's also where you learn about the objects of power, which I think for me are the most fascinating part of all of this. Like learning about the carousel horse that just keeps blinking from place mm-hmm. to place, or the safe that something is alive inside of it, and and nobody can open it up, and like um that's that's the most fascinating stuff to me is all of these little quirky objects of power and their backgrounds and that's where you discover all of it is through those side quests one
0: of my favorite side quests i found is the mirror and how you mm-hmm. go through the mirror and it's like this inverse version you fight yourself but your name is spelled backwards uh, like that was really cool um i did face a game breaking bug in that not like, game breaking but like i left the area to like, because I was low on health, and I just wanted to like get some distance for a moment, and I came back, and she was gone. It like I just walked around the whole battle arena, and she wouldn't come back. I had no idea what happened, so I just quit the game out, reopened it. Um, but that was a that's a really fun fight. Um, just because like just the concept behind it is so cool. Um, I also found that the side content's a lot harder than the main story, at least from what I found with the side yeah. of the quest that I did. Um, it felt like it was a a much uh, bigger challenge, especially one where um the 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 Floyd with the with the um, refrigerator and then you go into the refrigerator or whatever and there's that huge monster that you're you're fighting and it killed me almost immediately and I'm yeah. like yeah I'm not gonna do that yet <laughs> I'll come back like way later on and by the time I came back he was much easier because I had the um, ability to collect multiple things when I'm doing the um, telekinesis and that made it way 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 easier um, like two hits of that and he was dead um, but it was still like Kind of cool to hit up against those um those difficulty spikes in the side quest. I know that's more of a gameplay thing, but I, that's one thing I really liked about the side missions that i that I played. Mm-hmm. Do we have any more thoughts on the story before we
3: move on i just I just can't help but like want to reiterate how like psychedelic it all is i it's It's hard to put it into words personally, but there were, there were so many moments where I, like, honestly, I thought something was wrong with my PlayStation because I'm just like, <laughs> what is going on visually here? The, the the game does such a good job of telling its story, not only through dialogue and all the cool bits of, you know, uh, files that you find and the audio recordings, but just the, just the 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 visual storytelling is like top-notch work that they're doing here for setting tone and and pace and i i love the idea of them interspersing like the full motion video uh like actual actors interspersed just dropped in the world like it's not out of place you know i just loved it story was great
0: let's move on to the gameplay then
3: I guess I just kind of want to ask, like,
0: how did you guys play the game? What were your kind of go-to strategies? What did you use the most?
2: I threw a lot of things. I love being able to toss pretty much anything in the room at anything. That was so awesome. It just took a Mm -hmm. while, you know, to get, like, certain abilities. So, um, which was cool because at any point you upgraded um, her abilities, it's almost like you discover a new way of playing. And, like... You sort of have to pick different things you like for me, anyways, because I couldn't be a master of all these things. Because I picked one play style, I was like, "This feels good." And sometimes I would try something new, but I love being able to float up and like just toss anything in the room. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did I took l- the same strategy.
3: Yeah, I did a lot of floating. the The first thing <laughs> I maxed out was the the throw damage. Like that was just mm-hmm. the first thing I spent all the points on. I, I focused on the like how big of the objects I could throw
0: mm-hmm. mostly because I saw I was looking at the skill tree and I'm like oh you can collect multiple things and throw them I'm working towards yep. that barely increased yep. my health didn't increase my energy or my um, or my uh, melee once like until I maxed <laughs> out um, yeah all of the uh, the telekinesis because I, I wanted that it was worth it.
3: Yeah, I have most everything maxed out now except for the melee damage. I, I just never use that. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting how much variety you can get with the gameplay depending on what you want to do. Every so often I remember I can use a shield and yeah. then I'll use that for like an hour and it totally changes shield? how I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. it. Exactly. You do the side <laughs> quest with the safe.
1: You get the shield.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I was noticing there was a, an empty uh, tier in the skill tree that I couldn't see. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> yeah, what it was.
3: You, you got to find that shield. Yep, definitely.
0: Yeah, I I think the only ones you get through the main story are. Yeah, it's the um the telekinesis is the only one that you get through the main story. Oh, and levitating. Um, the others, yeah, that's. What
3: was I this was, wrong l- that was side really to based? seize oh, like the mind stuff
0: or, the siege. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like... just got that one recently.
1: Yeah, I was all about telekinesis and then seizing enemies to then turn them on everyone else, uh, especially when you get one of the big guys with, like, the rocks spinning around him. If you can seize one of those. Mm-hmm. Like, just let him mop up the rest of the room. It's awesome.
3: I, I have yet to unlock that, the seizing of the big enemies. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Those are tough guys. <laughs> what about what about weapons? What weapons are you all using the most? I,
0: I found the grip was the most practical the thing luck. for me to use. Which is just like the standard one you get at the beginning.
2: That's just what this, I pretty much used. yeah. Pistol. Whatever the standard pistol, yeah.
1: I ended up going with mostly powers all the time, and then I would have the charge uh, mm. one where you charge up your shot, and I could charge like three shots at once, and they basically explode. And if you do it too close yeah, to yourself, you kill yourself, and I did that a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've definitely caused a lot of self-inflicted damage, but that tends to be the one uh, you, that I use the most. I just unlocked this power up that... In- increases the speed at which those projectiles move by a 1000%. Um so it basically turns it Ooh. into like a sniper rifle but with rockets. Uh and it's pretty amazing cuz then you can even take out the like flying guys that can dodge you and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's a good idea. That that got annoying cuz like I would try to shoot them but
0: they would move around too fast. So I would just get close to them with telekinesis and then throw something yeah, at them. That's, that's a good it was way too to do close too. to dodge. <laughs>
1: If yeah, you, too far if away. you do telekinesis twice like in like throw and then throw they dodge the first one but they don't have time to dodge the second one
0: also good to know
1: yeah yep. yeah that
0: was one thing is the those guys were all the enemy types were just so much fun to fight against those guys in particular because it always added something like unique to think about in that moment and it never felt like it was, like, this rinse-repeat. Like, all right, here's just another set of dudes that, like, I got to fight. Like, it always felt like a little bit of a puzzle to figure out who to go after. Um, yeah.
2: And you got to use the space a, a lot, too. I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah. but, like... No, no, the, no, no, go for it. Like, the different areas, like, especially when you have multiple levels, like, in a, in a level or a space. Like, I'd find myself, like, hopping up and, like, ooh, I can go into this little cubicle area. And, like, different layers to... Um, I guess different rooms you were in. I thought that was really cool,
0: yeah, and using an environment for your combat too is is key to playing this game as well. 100%. Like you really have to understand the environment that you're in as a strategy for fighting a lot of these enemies, especially the the um the really big guys that have like all the rocks and stuff floating around them. And then their armor will let up when they throw something at you like that was when i really had to consider my space and kind of know when i should duck out of cover to hit them because they're more vulnerable now like that was a really good enemy type that played with the environment in in a cool way i thought
3: i hate those enemies so much (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they just take so like especially when you get a higher level one it takes so long to whittle them down um there there's Mm -hmm. definitely some frustrating battles I've encountered where, you know, it it may just be beyond like my skill level, but after a certain number of deaths, I'll just walk away and be like, I'm going to go do some other stuff for a while. Cause I just want to throw the controller, you know? And I'm (laughs) like, yeah, the someone mentioned earlier, the, the foundation sequence, um, where, I don't know if you guys have played this, but where you have to like clear out the four platforms within 25 minutes Oh uh, yeah, yeah, has anyone been so successful hard. at doing that? Nope. No. I was trying to get it done before we did this just to say I did it. But <laughs> I I I tried it for like 3 hours today and just couldn't do it. Um I've like memorized the locations of everything, but just keep dying over and over. The, the enemies get too powerful and they overwhelm you. So that, that, final it can boss be a little frustrating too, in the foundation.
1: There there were a couple of battles that I felt were Unfairly balanced, and they were yeah they're just frustrating. You tie over and the the boss battle of the foundation I think is one of them where you're fighting that woman. Uh I can't remember was it Marshall? I can't remember. It was you're fighting the mm. woman down there, and it's a completely red room, and all the enemies are also red, so it's hard to track where anyone is as well. And it's just it was so needlessly hard. I felt like
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, especially yeah. to cap off the, the ones DLC, that always like, got
0: me where I'm like that's unnecessary. Go for um, it. Was the, the rocket enemies Because they don't, at least to my eye They didn't look different than the other types of enemies yep. And you can usually tell visually Like what each enemy can do Except them, so I just see them I'm like, ah, they're a grunt, I can worry about them in a second Let me handle this big guy right now And then
3: boom, rocket, <laughs> and, like and what the fuck And then you hear that whistling coming in You're just like, oh <laughs> yeah. no, dodge, dodge <laughs> And they're
0: hard to dodge
3: too, Because yep. they, they I, home in on you It's crazy
0: yeah, and because I was using the telekinesis so much, like it was like telekinesis, then my my grip—that was kind of the what I what I would do. I wouldn't have the energy, also because I didn't invest in energy. I just invested in how strong my telekinesis was. I didn't have the energy to dodge, and it just it totally it would corner me every time. It was it was awful, but like it doable. Not like it ruined the experience at all.
3: Just frustrating.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The
3: but overall. The- like,
0: Rock-solid gameplay, though.
3: Yeah, the the controls are fantastic. Um, (laughs) It's just... It's hard to find things to complain about, and when I do look for things to complain about, it feels like I'm nitpicking the game because of how much they've accomplished, that there's so much stuff in this that I've never seen before in a game, and it's just... Most of it's mind-blowing. How Mm -hmm. cool did it feel during that final...
1: The final run up to your brother where you're going from platform to platform waiting to get to the top of the pyramid to to get to your brother. And they're like, hey, we're going to increase your power by X hundred percent and just make you super powerful. How freaking badass was that? You're just like destroying things left and right. Ugh felt so good.
0: I missed when they said that. So I see enemies at level 30 and I'm like what did I get myself into? <laughs> I was a little I freaked out. And I didn't fight them. I tried to run away. I'm like, oh, maybe we're just going to run past these guys. And then eventually I figured it out.
3: <laughs> so I last night I went into a YouTube hole with this game and I watched a IGN put out a hour long speed run video where one of the one of the lead programmers and one of the lead gameplay designers uh, did like a commentary uh, where they watched uh, this guy do a speed run where he beats the game in like forty five minutes and it was just incredible. Um, this dude is like jumping through walls and flying in pure darkness just by looking at the map to get from point A to point B, and the the developers are like. Oh, they're coming up on one of my favorite story sequences. And they're like, oh, well, he just skipped that. (laughs) (laughs) He's, He's just like jumping through everything and, you know, hopping through ceilings by jumping off levitating objects. And it was it was shocking. I was just like, oh, my God, this dude is incredible. That's a fun series in IGN. I watched one, too, with uh, Shadow of the
0: Tomb Raider, I think it was. And the developers were like, wait, what are you doing? No, 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 you're not supposed to go over there. <laughs> Don't go that like, way. We tested that to make sure people can't go over there. Um, there. There were a
3: couple moments where they were like, oh, yeah, we left this uh, glitch in on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the, right. how, the map... I found
0: frustrating. Oh yeah. I found yeah. It so frustrating. There was uh when I went to Central Research, first of all, just like this place is really cool. Central Research was like looked awesome. And there's a specific room i was supposed to go into, and I didn't know what floor yeah. it was supposed to yeah. be on. So I went all the way down and I ended up like falling down this like long shaft, and it yeah. brought me oh, this yeah. weird place with enemies of level six. And I'm like, holy shit! This game got really hard all of a sudden. Like, and I thought I was in like the right area because my little like uh, um, position on the map was like saying I was in the right square,
1: <laughs> but I was like
0: all the way down the map. but I was supposed to go all the way up the map instead. And and like now I get why like how it's layered like that. But it was not immediately obvious to me how to navigate the central research mm-hmm. area. It was it, the map. It definitely could have done with, like, a Metroid Prime-style map, or, like, Jedi Fallen Order-style map, where it's, like, 3D, and you can kind of pan around it. That would have been really helpful, but it probably would have been really hard to make a map like that, considering the crazy architecture in this game and how it can change and adapt. So, they kind of had a hard problem to solve there, uh, but it,
3: it didn't necessarily... I mean, think, for me, it didn't work. 100%. Think about how the game got crippled just coming in and out of the menus as is right. with this simple menu <laughs> of the map. You know, imagine if they had a three D map, you'd have like a, a thirty second freeze every time you'd exit it. Yeah, I used to yeah. when I was playing it on my PS4 Pro. I used to be like,
1: "All right, what do I have to get done when I hit start? Because I'm going to do it yep. all at once and not have to go back into yep. the damn menu again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how the, many times the map... did people open the map? And then hit circle to close it, but instead dash off a cliff. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I did that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs)
0: It was like both nice and bad that you can control your character because you can kind of say, okay, now I'm pointing in the right direction. I can just turn the map off and go that way. But then I would like shoot my gun. I would (laughs) grab something to telekinesis
3: by accident. Like, yeah, yeah, it got a little messy sometimes. I just wish you could have zoomed or like filtered by levels within each, you know, level. Like, you're right. Like, it took me hours before I realized that like the brighter parts of the map are like what's on top and the darker parts Mm -hmm. are on the bottom. And once I realized that, it was helpful, but just being able to zoom and rotate the map would have made things a lot more um, easy.
1: I found myself relying a lot more on, because the map was less than helpful, relying on just the signs in the world. It's like central research this way, Mm -hmm. like dimensional research this way. So I was like, all right, I see in my objective, I have to go to this area of this part. So let me just warp there and then follow the signs. I did that a lot more often.
0: Yeah, the the signs were definitely helpful. Also just made it feel like a real office too, which is really cool. Definitely.
3: <laughs> yeah, a lot of detail in the world.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Did cool. anyone get any... to the uh sequence with the uh lunar lander and all no. that stuff? There's no, I, so saw so it I, round. I I don't know at what point in the game this is, but you encounter this <gasps> Yeah, that's part of the Alan Wake expansion. Okay, yeah. You're so about the guys as asking the... for a head. Yeah, the guy asking for a head. It's so weird. It's so weird. And then, but there's, but leading up to that, there's this giant like creature that only exists in the darkness and you have to turn these lights on. That whole thing, it was so scary. Um, There's a movie that like reminds me of that. I can't remember what the title's called, but it's like where the creatures are only in the darkness and when you turn on the lights, they can't like hurt you um it reminded me of that quite a bit so it it had a horror vibe to it i liked yeah that was the alan wake expansion it was it was
1: again just like everything else in the game it was just as fantastic but i really liked that mechanic of shining lights and things like that and whenever you're in the room with the lander and you have to there's the overhead lights and it's moving and you have to follow it otherwise it's gonna um the, the guy's just going
3: to get you while you're in the shadows. Ooh. And your energy stops gaining when you're in that weird darkness. Yep. So you can't dash anymore. Which makes it very difficult. Ugh. That was a hard fight for me. Took quite a few tries.
1: That that last <laughs> boss battle with him, too, was...
3: Yeah. Ooh. That's that's where I kept dying over and over. Because he kept... You know, he would pull out the power cubes and shut off the lights. And he would start healing again if you didn't get the lights on again quickly. It was very frenetic.
0: Sweaty that's actually palms. A question I have um, as I kept coming to these rooms where you would walk in and you would just start getting damage dealt to you, yeah, and I didn't the, only mold know what rooms. Was the mold is happening is there mold the mold so is there a way to counteract mm. that or is yeah. that just
3: later on is one of the missions um you you you'll collect these mold spores uh for the woman that's down in that pit area. She's the like in the research building and, research and you yep. thought,
1: oh, my God, there's level six people down here. I'm not supposed to be here. That's an and entire extra level of the game. And, and yeah, you, and can, you can spend some time oh, down whoa, there okay.
3: and eventually she'll give you a uh, vaccine for it. And then you can go in those rooms. Hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Pretty cool. I,
0: I kept thinking, like, oh, there'll be a point in the main story where that un- that's like a, a Metroidvania thing. Like, I'll unlock those parts and it never happens. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. Okay. Maybe yeah, it's a that's, DLC thing. That's
3: a good comparison, the Metroid comparison. I hadn't really thought about it too much while playing it, but th- there are some definite secret areas I noticed that once I got the levitation, I realized, like, oh, I can go back and find all these extra things now. Pretty cool. Because they don't hold your hand through a lot of that, you know? No, no not at all. No. But it also
0: guides you through the main story pretty well at the same time, though. It struck a great balance with that. Because there's definitely a lot in the map I have not found yet, and I'm excited to go through it, especially since I get to play the second half and the DLC uh, with the PS5 expansion, so... With looking ray forward to tracing! Ugh, <laughs> ray tracing. Oh, it's good. that ra- that's might be the game I'm most looking forward to when it comes to lighting with ray tracing effects. Like, I can't imagine how much better it's gonna look has, has there been even footage released of what it looks like
1: i mean it's had tracing on pc for a long time oh okay but nobody looks at that shit nobody looks at pc nope. footage who cares about pc <laughs> except like the
0: majority of gamers <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> well cool um
0: i was gonna ask at the end of this do we want more control but i kind of feel like we answered that um, yes. It's yes unanimous no yes. oh yeah oh i'm
3: surprised yes <laughs> <laughs> Getting extra votes in there, changing your voice.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, how, that's how it works. Yes, 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 Put on a mustache. You can do that too, yeah. <laughs> Tweak your mic again. <laughs> Make it sound like a munchkin again. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, yeah I, I really, really do. hope to see more. They just announced like, like, the, the only two expansions they're doing are the Alan Wake expansion and the and the foundation like they said that's all they're doing for control but they didn't
3: discount a second game
2: well I, yeah. I actually, i'm can take their
3: time you know like maybe mm-hmm. four or five years from now put out a control too like hopefully by then there'll be more of a fan base because as you guys are saying like most of the people i've chatted with about this game haven't played it or even heard of it um so you know i hope more people start playing it next month with uh the giveaway on that on playstation
2: which I think is incredible, by the way. I think fe- this February for PlayStation is insane. Ugh, and I'm right? so excited. Yeah. My girlfriend hasn't played. Audrey has not played Control yet. And I'm just, she's <gasps> just waiting for the upgrade. So I cannot wait for her to experience it. Because like, also, I had a lot of thoughts of Lost when I was playing it with, I guess, with the the videos that you find and just like the mystery of it. It's also one of our favorite shows. Um, so I can't wait for her to dive into that, but I'm she's trying to wait until obviously the upgrade for PS5, but I am surprised how many people have not played this game. And I don't know. Cause like, even for me, it took me a minute to get to it. I just, were there other games that were, that came out around that time other than Death Stranding, be. which I don't know, like, I don't think anyone was rushing to play Death Stranding like me. Um, but, <laughs> um, I don't Death know. Death Stranding just, it just...
3: probably sold more than this initially at least, right?
2: It definitely flew yeah, under the so really ra- well. radar for sure. Like I think you're I right, Jer- it. that
1: There are so many people I know that are aware of the game and they're like, yeah. I'm interested in it. I should play this, right? But then no one ever does. Like yeah. That's the frustrating. It's like, yes! And every single person says, I should play this. And I emphatically, as much as I can, say, yes, you idiot, play it. And then they're just like, you called me an <laughs> idiot. I'm not going to do what you said. I'm like,
2: damn it. I'm sure I, it's been on sale at times, but I don't know. I think it being free for uh, PlayStation people will be really awesome for it and that really yeah. makes me excited that more people can experience and we could talk about it
1: definitely and not yeah. only being gotta, f- not only being a free game but also like coming with the ps5 update day one is yeah that's gonna be everyone on ps5 is gonna be like cool i have an excuse to look at something that's gonna look fucking amazing right now
2: mm-hmm.
3: yep. yeah i mean i paid 20 bucks for it and i have absolutely no regrets it's been the be- one of the best gaming experiences i've had in a, a long time it's great
0: yeah, it definitely hits that like masterpiece level where it's like it's hard to really figure out w- what what to criticize. I don't think there's really much I would criticize about the game. Like like you were saying earlier, Dane, like it, it's kind of nitpicky stuff. Like yeah, the map bothered me, but like yeah, it didn't still detract from the World. Yeah, yeah, yep.
3: Yeah. I'm so just so happy I think to hear it you had say some that. marketing issues or something with with it not getting as much uptake because you know it won awards, so critics realize mm-hmm. you know the game's fantastic, but. You know, for me, I held off on playing it because I didn't quite know what it was going to be like. Um, Like the 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 teaser trailers I had seen, like I think that E3 initial teaser, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. But I didn't quite understand just how mind bending it was going to be. And I feel like if they would have pushed that a little bit more, you know, it might have gotten more interest. I'm not sure. I think I wonder how much
0: Quantum Break has to do with that too, because that was their previous game, which is mm. also kind of this like high concept, trippy kind of experience, and kind of flatlined critically um, as well as financially. So if maybe that just kind of people were like, oh, another trippy game from those guys who made Quantum Break, like for kind I, of I never even heard of Quantum in, Break. It was uh, an Xbox like exclusive game that like blended TV show and um, game into one thing, so you'd like do a part of the game and then you'd watch an episode of a TV show that like it, it, and it was And um, yeah. It
1: starred the guy who played Bobby Drake, Iceman on X-Men um, and it had the guy who played Matthew Abaddon on Lost who also is Zavala in Destiny. Guardians.
3: Mm. I'm Zavala. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might have uh, to go so back I,
3: and check that out. Who knows? Could be good. <laughs> yeah uh, but definitely I, I,
0: I, I get why Chad was like really wanting everyone to play this i totally get it now
1: i cannot tell you how relieved i am even even during game night like four days ago when you were like i don't know if i'm gonna love this i was like shut the fuck up if you don't like this game we're (laughs) we're not doing this podcast anymore you did you were like the first few hours are are fine i've played them before and and you were like i don't know how this is gonna turn out like you were you were cautiously like it might not be as good as you want it to be
3: it does
0: keep getting better and better and better throughout. It just kind of so keeps topping itself. So yeah, the first few hours mm-hmm. were good, um, but it just keeps it keeps going. It's and perfect. as
3: you get more powerful, you have more fun because you can do yeah. cooler stuff. It's it's a great gameplay balance.
0: Yeah, I also didn't have telekinesis at that point. I think that might be part of it too. Oh
3: yeah, that, and that, that really definitely was a game makes changer it for me. Way better. I'm Absolutely, looking up yeah. games
1: that came out around it to figure out why people yeah. might have played it. And the same <laughs> the same month was Dark Pictures Man of a Dan which I don't think would have taken that much away from it but then shortly thereafter I think like two weeks later was uh, Gears 5 and Borderlands 3 Um, that's it (laughs) We had Zelda Link's Awakening
3: (laughs) so yeah I didn't play any of those games (laughs) what were you doing (laughs) I don't know what I was playing then honestly
0: (laughs) Gears 5 apparently was really good
3: it was. It was great. Borderlands
0: is Borderlands.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Any kind of closing thoughts on this before we wrap up?
3: I, 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 hope that? I, I, that that. I hope someday that these developers make a lost game. That's, that's <laughs> oh, what I would cool. like to yes. say.
0: <laughs> Running away from the spoke monsters. You know, there alert.
3: was a lost video game yeah. on the original yeah. Xbox.
2: I still. It was uh, apparently
0: bad. It was I have very a copy
2: bad. and it's unopened.
0: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I wow. never opened it.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I already had the game, and then my mom got it for me for like Christmas or something. I was like, well, this wasn't a great game, but maybe it'll be a collector's <laughs> item one day. There you go. <laughs> I'll <won't> open it. <laughs>
3: Stonks.
0: Well, all right. Thanks uh, for joining. If you guys want to plug your stuff again
3: uh yeah my name is dane you can follow me on twitter at dane dz yeah
2: and if you want to listen to uh my podcast with my co-host kayla you can find us at jkgapes podcast on twitter and instagram and any podcast podcast platform you listen on
1: shout out to kayla for joining us in the chat what up kayla
2: oh look at her go
0: (laughs) chad plug something you have to plug
1: something here's the thing have you guys ever seen Rugrats if you haven't that shit is dope go watch Rugrats <laughs> um, I'm going to plug
0: Smuckers because I just found out that Smuckers also owns Jif and that's a crazy vertical integration monopoly situation that's, right there, that's uh, monopoly right there yeah. yeah. that should be that's, illegal that's nice. yeah <laughs> they own peanut butter sandwiches just not the bread maybe they own bread too they own Pillsbury at one point so like that's oh. close Yeah. not cool all right Thanks for joining everyone. Oh, and before we go, um, our next barf game has been announced already now. Well, we're announcing it right now. It's Majora's Mask. Very excited to do that one. That's going to be fun, too.
1: Yeah, if you want to have a hand in what we play every single month, go to patreon.com slash respawn That's probably what I should have plugged when you told me to plug stuff. Go to Patreon. <laughs> you also can play with us this week, this week on Thursday, Destruction All-Stars, since it's coming out on PlayStation Plus. We're going to play. Oh. It's going to be dope. Patrons only. That's it. That's all, that's all we got. Okay. Bye, everyone. All- <laughs> Bye. <laughs> all right.